The views and content expressed on the following program are provided solely for informational and entertainment purposes. They do not constitute legal advice. A podcast is not a substitute for retaining a competent, licensed attorney to advise you on your specific legal situation. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to the Break the Business Podcast. I'm Ryan Carella, and it is a pleasure to have you here this week for episode 166. My goodness, we've done so, so many of these, and you guys have been there every step of the way. Bless you, bless you. It is such an honor to keep doing this fantastic podcast and talking to all these fantastic guests and sharing it with fantastic artists just like you. But this week, no guests. This week, I just wanted to talk with you guys. I didn't want to do any guests this week. I just wanted to have a conversation because, uh, you know, some crazy stuff happening in the news. And there was a listener email that wanted me to opine on something that's going on in the news. And that's what we're going to talk about this week. But first, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. I, I haven't done this in a while. And so let me just get this out there. Let me just pitch this to you. If you haven't rated the podcast yet, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, if you haven't thrown us a review, if you've listened to a few episodes and been like, eh, this Ryan and his interviews and his material, it's not half bad. It's not terrible. Maybe I'll throw him a nice five-star review just to show my appreciation. Well, if you're willing to do that, gosh, that'd mean a lot to me. You go to Apple Podcasts, you go to SoundCloud, any of the places where podcast reviews mean something, and throw us a nice review, particularly on Apple Podcasts, because I know that platform is one where if you can get some reviews, it helps you kind of move up in the Apple Podcasts algorithm. So just... If you haven't done it already, just throw us a nice review on that platform. Help us move up. Help us spread this message. Help us reach more fantastic indie artists and those who love them just like you. In the meantime, I'm feeling pretty good. Super Bowl Sunday. I'm gonna, uh, once I'm done recording this podcast, I'm going to be going to a watch party with the fam. Brothers, sisters, wives. We're all getting together, going to my father's house. We're going to watch the game, and I heard... The, the, what I'm hearing, the scuttlebutt, what I've heard through the grapevine is that we're actually going to be watching the game outside on one of those big inflatable television screens. I've never done that before. That's going to be so, so cool because it means I can bring Molly, the Break the Business Golden Retriever, to my father's house, have her run around the backyard while we're all watching the Super Bowl. That's going to be so, so cool. I'm so, so excited for this. I love the Super Bowl. Even if I'm not enthused about this particular Super Bowl matchup, which I'll be honest with you, I'm not. I would say of all four teams that made it to the conference championship in the NFL, Pats, Rams, is the one I'm least interested in. It really is. I mean, the Pats again, Tom Brady again. And yeah, I'm just being salty because I'm a Dolphins fan and I've been watching Tom Brady just rip my heart out for the last decade and a half. But yeah, I'm sick of seeing Tom Brady again in the Super Bowl again. And as for the Rams, I got nothing against the Rams. I got nothing against you. If you're a Rams fan, don't get mad. I'm not about to hate on the Rams. I got nothing against you. I'm just saying I would have rather seen Chief Saints. Give me some Patrick Mahomes in that rocket arm of his. Give me Drew Brees in that fantastic story, that little guy who's done great things in that crazy accurate arm he's had. I wanted to see that Super Bowl. But that being said, Super Bowl's a Super Bowl, man. I don't care who's playing. It's going to be great. The Super A bad Super Bowl matchup is like leftover pizza the next morning. It's not as good, but it's still pretty good. And you're still going to be happy with it. You're still going to be glad you consumed it. And that's what I think about a Patriots-Rams Super Bowl. 
I'm still going to be excited to chow down into that leftover pizza the next day. So I'm, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. Obviously, when this comes out, you're going to already have known who's has won. And so you'll, you're more knowledgeable than I am out in the future. But uh, I'm excited for it. It's going to be, be great. And before we get in, before I go watch the Super Bowl, before I go do all that Super Bowl stuff that I'm excited for, let's talk a little music industry. We got a lot to talk about this week. And in lieu of doing an interview, I wanted to answer a listener question. I get so many of these listener emails and I feel like such a jerk that I don't spend more time answering them just because I, I want to do artist interviews because honestly, I think you guys learn more from me interviewing people who are out in the industry doing great things as opposed to just the gas bag entertainment lawyer. So I don't get to devote enough time to answering listener emails and just doing these one-on-one conversations that we're doing right now. But I digress. We got a listener question this week that I think was uh, particularly appropriate given what's going on in the news right now for me to talk a bit about. And so that's what we're going to do this week. And this listener question, folks, might just be my favorite all-time listener question. This one's going right to the top of the power rankings because the question itself is so beautifully worded in its succinctness. Here's the question, and this is the entire question. Dear Ryan, pledge music. The hell, man. And that's the whole email. Dear Ryan, pledge music. The hell, man. And he actually punctuated it where it's the hell, comma, man. So uh, just beautifully you know, beautiful grammar, nice and succinct, and very well said. Very well said, letter writer. The hell indeed. Let's talk about what the hell is going on with Pledge Music. I'm really glad this question came in because I want to talk about this because I'm so mad about this. So mad, so mad for my fellow artists out there. So mad at Pledge Music for what they're doing to artists. And disclaimer, just so you guys know up ahead, here up up front, I'm going to get indignant this week. So if you like indignant, Ryan, if you like it when I get a little scrappy, this is going to be a good episode for you. If you don't like it when I get indignant, eh, maybe you should skip right to 167. And I don't care if you do because I already got your download this week, sucker. But no, I'm going to get indignant. I'm mad. I'm mad. And if you haven't heard what's going on here, let me give you the short version without taking up too much time. So Pledge Music, if you don't know, is a crowdfunding platform for musicians. So they help musicians fund projects. Or I should say they're a crowdfunding platform, but I mean, who knows what they are these days? Because they started out as a crowdfunding platform where they were just helping fund album projects for artists. But now they're doing a bunch of other stuff, too. They're trying to do pre-sales and merchandise and all this stuff. And and maybe that might be the reason why Pledge Music is in the mess that it's in right now, because they probably bit off more than they could chew operationally. They spread themselves too thin, probably. But either way, they're a crowdfunding platform, in addition to other things. But for, for the sake of this discussion, they do crowdfunding. And the crowdfunding model should be a very simple one, as it is for many companies like Kickstarter and Indiegogo and Fund Anything. It's a simple model. You're an artist. You want to fund a project like an album or a tour. So you sign up with a platform like Pledge Music that's going to help you coordinate that crowdfunding campaign. Pledge Music collects pledges from your fans. You promote your your, uh, project on the Pledge Music page. Your fans pledge music to your campaign. And if your crowdfunding campaign hits whatever its funding goal is, then theoretically, Pledge Music collects the money from your fans that they've pledged. It keeps a small commission for itself, you know, got to turn a profit, got to keep the lights on, we understand. And then 
Everything else that's left gets sent right to you, the artist, so that you can fund your project, whether it's the album or the tour or the single or whatever you're going to do with that money. You get the money so that you can do the things that you told your fans you were going to do. A super simple model. So simple. Breathtaking in its simplicity. But over the past few months, it was becoming apparent that Pledge Music was having problems executing this very simple model. If we go back to June, we have reports from Variety that were saying that many artists, including a lot of top-shelf artists who use this platform, were seeing delays in their payments that they were due. And this is despite the fact that Pledge Music's very own terms of service make clear that artists should start to get paid for their campaigns within 30 days of hitting their funding goal, right there in the terms of service. But artists weren't getting paid. And then in between that initial report and today, we started to see a trickling of more stories coming out about artists not getting paid on time, artists like you not getting their money even after they hit their funding goal. Well-known bands like Jesus Jones and Fastball were reporting not getting their checks for pledge music campaigns, as, as in addition to many other artists. And let me just say this. I mean, if you're going to hurt any band, don't hurt Fastball. I love me some Fastball. Oh, my God. Do you guys remember Fastball from the 90s? I mean, obviously, they're doing great stuff today because they're making music on pledge music. But, oh, my God, was I such a big Fastball fan back in the day. And not just The Way. The Way is a great song. But go back and listen to You're an Ocean. That might be one of my favorite 90s songs. Like, that might be, in fact, your homework after listening to this podcast, after you listen to me be indignant for another 10 or 15 minutes, go listen to You're an Ocean by Fastball. It's a nice palate cleanser. It'll help mellow you out after just listening to me be so indignant and to try to get you indignant about this. But I digress. The fact that Pledge Music just hurt Fastball and all of this just makes me all the more upset. But, yeah, companies weren't getting paid. And so, or sorry, artists weren't getting paid. And so then you started hearing some stories about the company being in disarray, that there were management problems and operational problems. And then in October, Pledge Music CEO at the time, Dominic Pandesias, steps down, and the company announced that it's going to reshuffle its management, it's going to look for new investors. And then on January 24th, so now we're getting closer to the present day, Pledge Music puts out a statement acknowledging, finally, that there were funding lapses. It only took them six months. Congratulations, guys. And then on January 29th, the co-founder of Pledge Music, Benji Rogers, who you might know isn't even with the company anymore. You know, he stepped he stepped down. He went to go work on other projects, but he's still the co-founder. He announced that he was coming back to the company in an advisory role just to help them clean things up. Basically, they had to go back and and dig up one of the, uh, the old co-founders that everybody liked and try to bring him back in to sort of win the uh, customer's trust back. But yeah, Benji Rogers comes back. And then on February 1st, Pledge Music puts out another statement asking for patience and breathing space because it's exploring partnerships and acquisitions for their company. I can't tell you how mad I am about all this. I'm so angry about what's going on with Pledge Music. And I'm so angry at Pledge Music. And I'm so upset for the artists who have been hurt by Pledge Music. For so many reasons. And I think the thing that makes me the most upset is what it means for what we talk about on this podcast. The Break the Business podcast, since it started back in 2015, it's been based on a very simple premise. This podcast, the book I wrote, a lot of what I do as an entertainment lawyer, it's based on a very simple premise. And that premise is that advances in technology are making it easier 
and more affordable than ever for artists like you to create, promote, distribute, and get funding for their music. And because of those advances in technology, it is now more possible than ever for artists to create independently, to, own, to operate their own careers, to be independent artist entrepreneurs, to operate their own music career without being exploited by record labels and similar companies like that. That's, I, I base my entire professional life in the entertainment industry on that very simple premise. And so crowdfunding companies like Pledge Music, they're a critical cog in that. They're a huge part of that blueprint. Because without crowdfunding companies, without having a efficient means for artists to raise money from their fans, to get contributions from their fans to fund their projects, the whole blueprint gets unstable. We need crowdfunding campaign. We need crowdfunding companies to do their job so that this whole model works. So when Pledge Music isn't getting the artists on their platforms paid, when they're not doing their job, for whatever reason they're not doing their job, that makes me upset, not just for the damage it does to those artists, who I, I, my heart bleeds for them, but it also does damage to this blueprint, to everything that we're trying to do as independent artists, entrepreneurs. For ages, artists have had to deal with so much dishonesty from all sectors of the music business. Artists like you, they deal with dishonest record labels, dishonest attorneys, dishonest managers, dishonest accountants, dishonest agents and club owners. You are just surrounded by a sea of dishonesty, a sea of people that are out to try to hurt you as an independent artist. And so companies like Pledge Music, which purport to exist to empower indie artists, They have to play an important role in this artist empowerment blueprint. Companies like Pledge Music have to do better. And and a lot of this is hard for me to say because I know people affiliated with Pledge Music. I have friends affiliated with Pledge Music. We've had Pledge Music affiliated people on this show. And so it's hard for me to come on here and bash them because I know there's good people there. But what other choice do I have? They're screwing independent artists. And the thing that makes me the most upset about all of it, I mean, on top of everything else that's making me upset here, is that Pledge Music isn't being transparent. There's no transparency here. I mean, we all make mistakes. We all screw up. And that's okay. You know, we're not perfect, but... When you screw up, you have to acknowledge it and you have to tell people what's going on. And for six months from Pledge Music, we've gotten statement after statement, explanation after explanation, article after article, excuse after excuse, and in none of the words in which Pledge Music is acknowledging that there is a problem, do they give us a real explanation. They have indeed told us that artists aren't being paid, which we already knew, obviously, but they aren't telling us why. We've gotten the what from Pledge Music for six months, but we still haven't gotten the why. They aren't telling us what's going on at Pledge Music, what is specifically going on at Pledge Music that is preventing artists from getting paid on time. I mean, presumably, there has to be some kind of pipeline 
going on at Pledge Music. And at the start of the pipeline, it's when fans first pledge the money to artists. And at the end of the pipeline is when artists get paid after a successful campaign. And so presumably somewhere in the middle in that pipeline, there's a screw up. Something is going wrong in the pipeline somewhere. So tell us where the problem is. Tell us where in the pipeline things are getting mixed up. Tell us what operational issue you guys are having specifically. Be transparent. You owe your customers that. And don't use weasel words like, oh, there's a back payments issue or there were unexpected changes in the fulfillment system. What is the back payments issue? What are the unexpected changes? What is the problem and how are you going to fix it? Give your customers transparency. You owe them a real explanation. Because that's what good companies do. Because here's the thing. If Pledge Music doesn't provide a real explanation, hitting the mic there, you give your customers a reason to assume the worst. Because if your customers aren't getting paid, there are only two possibilities of what could be happening here. There's only two. Either Pledge Music is incompetent, in the way that they're having problems with their payment pipeline, or Pledge Music is unethical. And the reason why artists aren't getting paid is because Pledge Music is spending pledged money instead of holding it for artists and paying artists on time. It can only be one or the other. You're either incompetent or you're unethical, or possibly both. But if Pledge Music doesn't start providing some real transparency... It wouldn't be unfair for us to wonder whether Pledge Music is misappropriating money that isn't theirs. I'm hoping that's not the case. But hey, be transparent with us. Tell us what is really going on and how you're really going to fix it. And give us a reason to feel otherwise. I do think it's interesting to note that Benji Rogers did announce that Pledge Music is exploring having a third-party escrow service hold pledged funds going forward until it's time to send money to the artist. That's such a good idea. And frankly, it kind of makes me wonder why crowdfunding companies aren't doing this already. I mean, after what I'm seeing here with Pledge Music, I'm kind of wondering if there should be laws in place to require crowdfunding companies to hire, to hold pledged funds in escrow until it becomes time to either pay the artist because the campaign is successful or return funds because the campaign's unsuccessful. I mean, when I handle money for clients as a lawyer, the law requires me as a lawyer to put those funds in a separate trust account for my client, and I'm legally not allowed to touch that money until I've earned the legal fees for it. I'm not even allowed to commingle that funds with other client funds. I have to have separate accounts. I'm starting to think that maybe crowdfunding companies should have to follow the same rules as lawyers because it seems to be working there. So where does this leave all of us? Other than the fact that I'm just mad as hell about all this. You know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just so upset. I'm, I'm so mad about what this is doing to artists and also what this is doing to the indie artist blueprint that we've been championing on this podcast for years now. And it pains me to say what I'm about to say here because, again, I know people at this company. And I've supported this company. In the past, I've had artists on this show that have had successful Pledge Music campaigns, and we've celebrated those campaigns on this show. But I am now at the point where I cannot, and I don't think I ever can, 
advise an artist to use Pledge Music for a crowdfunding project anymore. Artists, use Kickstarter, use Indiegogo, use Patreon. But I'd stay away from Pledge Music. And I'm not alone in feeling this way, by the way. The British Musicians Union announced on December 31st that it was going to start discouraging all of its artists from using Pledge Music. And even friend of the podcast, Chris Robley from CD Baby, we've had him on the show a couple times, this guy wrote the definitive guide to raising money on Pledge Music on the DIY Musician blog, and even he has come out and strongly recommended that artists explore alternative crowdfunding options. And I think these folks are absolutely right. That's your money that Pledge Music is dealing with. And you, as an artist, should never trust anyone with your money that doesn't treat it like it is a holy object. And that is true whether that's a lawyer, a manager, an accountant, an agent, or even a crowdfunding platform. If you can't trust a company with your money, they don't get to be part of your success, period. All right, now my blood is boiled. (laughs) I'm going to try to rest and relax and enjoy the Super Bowl tonight. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast this week. We will see you next week.